Hey friends, it's Awkwardly Random with Cynthia and Michelle, where we talk about random topics. Anything and everything awkward is on the table, so let's dive right in. Hey y'all! Hi! Welcome back! Welcome back to Awkwardly Random with Cynthia and Michelle. Why am I doing this little dance? It's because I'm excited. This is our 10th episode! Yes, y'all, it's our 10th episode. That's crazy. I feel like we said that last time, but dang... I know. I, I mean, it still feels like we're very new and we yeah. are very new, but it's still very exciting that we're still consistently uploading. Right. Yeah, we've Yay. we've made our plan of when we meet to plan for our podcast, our recording days, which, by the way, is Saturday. It's currently Saturday morning and yep. we have our publishing days and it's nice to have that schedule to help us be as consistent as possible. For sure, for sure. But, and we have guests coming up. We do. I, I think we both have a list of guests. And, you know, I'm pretty sure pe- we've reached out to certain people. So, you know, we're trying to get in the schedule of things with that. Mm-hmm. So we're excited to yeah, bring more, more voices to the podcast. For sure. It's nice to hear different perspectives from different people. Um, I love chatting with you, Michelle, one-on-one. I take so much from our conversations. And I think in Aww, addition thanks. to that, having like another person too or two other people join us um it's just different right and it's yeah. cool to have a mix of both like i equally for enjoy sure. both ways of doing this and so yes, i'm excited for our future guests i agree Sorry, same but yeah i mean i definitely agree i have nothing to add um how how have you been i've been good um so i want to go <laughs> see like the christmas lights today Ooh. But it's been it's like the forecast is it's supposed to be raining all day. And I think we're supposed to get some snow, which should be fine. Yeah. Maybe we'll do like the drive through, like the drive where you drive through and like see the lights versus like walking around. But we'll see it. It shouldn't be too cold. So maybe we'll, you know, just put on a jacket and a hat and you're good to go. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully there's not too many people. Yeah. And then I'll go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I just to add because you said you want to see the Christmas lights yesterday. My boyfriend and I went to bryant park and to Saks fifth avenue so bryant park is this really nice uh park <laughs> really nice park <laughs> where they have like it's christmas themes like there's christmas shop not christmas shops but there's shops that you can park park that you can shop at cool um so we looked at those and there is a big ice rink in the middle of the city where is that really park? pretty it's in manhattan in manhattan uh, so it's really nice so we went to do that. There wasn't that many people, surprisingly, and people were social distanced and wearing their masks unless Good. they were like eating. It's still it was still very I still felt very anxious. And yeah. then after that, we walked to Saks Fifth Avenue. And oh, my goodness, we found a bathroom. We had a piece so bad, <laughs> but we found a bathroom that nobody knew about. It was a public bathroom and nobody was in there. And that was the best. Nice. Uh, we're still going to go back to go see the Rockefeller Station Center. Rockefeller Center with a big tree and the other yes. ice rink. But we didn't go because there was so many people. There was a long line. It was just so many people and we were not willing to wait. And since we live here, we we're just like, let's just come during the weekday. Right. Now we know where the free bathroom is and it's not crowded. Nobody knows about it. And we'll come back another day. But yeah. we went to the Saks Fifth Avenue where they usually have like a big display of lights on on their store and their walls. And then mm-hmm. they decorate each window of the store a different theme um, yeah we didn't really get to see it up close because again there were so many people but we did see the the lights from a, a little bit of 
a little bit far yeah. just because there was so many people and I was just so anxious and I was like, okay, we got to go now. This is too much for me. Yeah, I get anxious now when I see a lot of people in one space. I didn't mm-hmm. get like I used to not be very anxious and now I now I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm hopefully if we go today, it's not super crowded and if we're in our cars, it wouldn't shouldn't be too big of a deal, but Yeah. If we do end up like walking out somewhere, hopefully there's not too mm-hmm. many people, but it is Saturday, so I don't know. We'll see. But that's yeah, cool that you went. I've been yeah, to the Rockefeller nice. Center once and it was really pretty. Yeah, it's it looks nice. I haven't yeah. gone there yet, but yeah, yeah well, good. Th- I mean, yeah, like you said, you live there, so you'll you'll get a chance to see it. Yeah, for no sure, worries. especially during the weekday. I can't go during the weekend. It's just way too crowded. And I'm yeah. sure there will be people on it like during the weekday, but it probably won't, not won't as much be at, to the same capacity because you, I could tell that people who were there weren't didn't live in the any of the five boroughs of new york city so i knew that like they were tourists and i'm obviously still a tourist but i knew that people were coming from outside during the weekend Mm -hmm. Um, which i don't know why people are doing that you should stay home but you know what i mean yeah i mean same here there's people from like the surrounding towns or suburbs that drive into the city on a weekend just to like spend the day in the city Mm mm-hmm and even myself living in the city, I don't really go anywhere. Yeah. I'm like always at home. For real. Same. I'm just like. Yeah. We were driving by the across the Brooklyn Bridge because we live in Brooklyn. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot how pretty this is. I forgot I lived yeah. here. <laughs> because oh my I was gosh, like, I don't so really funny. leave except for like going it, to work or, you know, going to buy groceries. That's so funny that you say that because. Um, I helped Chess go get some groceries the other mm-hmm. day and we stopped at a Korean market and like it was downtown and it was we were both talking about how um, well I've been here for two years now and I forgot that I live here It <laughs> just and we were just talking about exactly what you're saying is like we're always at home so we forget just how much like how beautiful Chicago is yeah and how much there is to do here because we're always at home for sure and i was like feeling salty because this is the first summer that i wasn't in school yeah and i was like i had this like this big hope that i was gonna like really explore the city get to know it Mm -hmm. um not having to worry about oh shoot i have this assignment do i have to get home early or i have this essay or whatever it is that i had to do for school i was like oh i can just like enjoy it and it's gonna be great and there's gonna be so much to do but covid bro covid I did a whole lot of nothing at home. Yeah, which is good. I mean, um, you're being responsible. You're looking right, out right. for your community and people. So definitely, definitely, you know, yeah. hopefully we have that opportunity in the future to do more things outside. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, too, like, I mean, I live here, so I'm I'll be able to experience another summer here, hopefully. Right. If I'm mm-hmm. if I end up staying here, but I do see myself being here for a while. Yeah. So uh, but it was cool. We went to this Korean market and they had these little coffee containers with the different bts members <laughs> <laughs> wow um i bought two so i have two of the members i'm gonna collect the rest of them what is it coffee it's a in coffee yeah you know like the you know like the cold coffee drinks that they sell like in stores sometimes they have like starbucks ones like the oh, frappuccinos yeah, yeah. yeah this was this was a vanilla latte and they have like another cold brew like darker coffee and they had the BTS members, like their faces on the, each of the wow. containers. <laughs> so the coffee itself was all right. It was a little sugary. Ooh, yeah. It was good, but it was like, okay, this is a little, I don't know how to say this in English, pero me empalade. 
I don't know how, how to say oh, that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was just too much for my taste buds. Yeah. It was yeah, overwhelming. Yeah. But, but the containers are really cute and they're just great. I just, I'm just going to collect them. They're like a dollar something. Do it. Do it. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. No, it wasn't bad. And they're like a decent size. And yeah, I just like that they have the pictures on there. Yeah. So. I don't think I've ever found anything in New York for a dollar. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah you really gotta look for it but i mean it was yeah. cool it was a nice like korean market like fresh foods um it was it was cool mm-hmm. so okay i also watched the selena series recently the entire series the part part one part one everything oh, okay. that's been out the everything season that's been right out. so th- the, s- the entire season yes okay yeah 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 on Netflix. yeah they're, call- they're calling it part one i guess that's season one right it's lo yeah. mismo, right? It's okay. It's lo mismo. It's the same thing, bro. Okay. You, okay. Just say it. Just say it. It's okay. Okay. You watched it too? I didn't see the entire season yet. I'm still... I have... I'm so busy. So I... And yeah. I have a lot of shows that I watch and movies. So I am planning to finish it. But I have mm-hmm. seen more than half, I believe. Okay. I think I'm on the seventh episode. Okay. Okay. So... Let's talk about it because I'm not it where is, I'm. I'm not where the part where like Chris came in. I'm kind of cringing at that, so I haven't like gotten myself to that. But I. But you I saw that part, right? You saw it somewhere else, or you heard about it, or you have some knowledge I, about yeah, that I've part. Yeah, I've heard about it. I've seen different reviews on like Instagram, Facebook of other people who've seen it who yeah. are very critical, which you should be. I think us as audience audiences have the right to be critical, and we Absolutely. have the right to have our own opinions and to review it and. Um, yeah, I think it's important to review and be cri- critics of mm-hmm. art and especially art that we artists that we love. So, I mean, right. for sure, I think everybody should do that. Yeah. So, I mean, let's let's review it because it is getting a mix of responses. Yeah. And I'm hearing different things <laughs> here and there. And um, just to start, like me personally, I I mean, I enjoyed it. It was nice to see how they grew up like getting to see like the family dynamic their experiences um everything they kind of had to deal with and like it was just nice to get deeper into like how like the experiences of the family in general yeah all the diehard selena fans are like boo (laughs) so that was the thing too the main one of the main criticisms that i saw was that it focuses too much on yeah like her father and her brother and it's not really about her yeah um, and that was and yeah sorry go ahead and that was my part of the criticism i think that they shouldn't have called the series selena i think they should mm-hmm. have called it like the quintanillas or like i don't know something else because it made it seem like it was all about selena right and it was misleading it, i mean there it, it was about like the the it was about Selena in a way, but it really didn't focus her as one of the main characters. I think they were all mm-hmm. main characters. Mm-hmm. And um, because she didn't have the full spotlight or because maybe they show different sides of Selena, I don't think people liked that. And um, especially I'm saying this because of the JLo movie, the Jennifer Lopez movie that she mm-hmm. acted in as Selena and she did a great job. I think in so that too. movie but i think there's a lot of comparison to that and there's a lot of comparison to the older selena 
that we saw like in the 90s when she mm-hmm. was older when she had this like confidence this like i'm a badass i'm a chingona like i can mm-hmm. sing like um fuck my chista um mm-hmm. things like that definitely was selena but um this showed us another another side of her when she was younger right you know when it when her parent her dad specifically had a lot of control over her and you could tell that you can tell like and in general um i feel like i feel like a lot of mexican because she is she's mexican right mexican Mm -hmm. and born here in the united states i feel like a lot of mexicans can relate to the machista culture and right if you have a father you know he can exhibit a lot of machista behavior and um the you I, I, at least for me it was interesting to see the dynamics of her trying to you know be this good daughter and listen to her father but at the same time rebel and have her own opinions and do whatever she wants and i think that was what they did in this series obviously like not someone is someone is not always going to be confident or outspoken or be rebellious right off the bat like it literally takes years to develop that and a lot of conflict mm-hmm. um but at the same time this was produced i think you said by like su hermana suset and yeah. obviously there's gonna be different type of storytelling because people have different perspectives of how their lives played out you know what i mean yes yeah, so i agree with everything you just said my two cents about this is that um, yes, the focus was more on like the family in general and actually specifically more on, on Abraham, the father and AB, her brother. Yeah, it was kind of annoying, um, but okay. <laughs> but if, I mean, yes, it was kind of annoying. But at the same time, I do think that like without her family, like, okay, Abraham, her dad was yeah. the one that made a lot of decisions for the family that led Selena to the point that she reached. Yes. Her stardom yes. and her success, right? Yeah, I agree. I think that without her family, I'm not sure we would have had that Selena. Like, that, okay, yeah. who first got her to sing with a microphone and like in front of a crowd? Her dad. Mm-hmm. Like, who taught her about music? Her dad. And like, who wrote her songs? Her brother her, and like yeah. her band members. And I think she had some say in some of the songs, but it was mostly other people that wrote her songs. Yeah. Um, and then I think and like... And I think that's what a lot of people are having trouble in connecting. I yes. don't think that... I think they have this perspective of Selena, which yes. obviously like, yeah, y'all didn't meet her. You know, you didn't know their family. Like, that's my thing. It's just like, you you're making assumptions off of like different other forms of media like either movies or documentaries or whatever you know her performances you see this person and you kind of run with it but at the same time like you didn't know exactly know her or know their family or know entirely their story but at the same time like i it's just hard because i feel like i definitely agree with you but i also Mm -hmm. don't want to get hate from like the super uh, get hate like our 10 followers (laughs) (laughs) No, and, and we're we're not trying to pick one side or the other. I'm just yeah. trying to look at it from different perspectives. Yes, like, same, I same. also agree that, okay, I do think the title was misleading because in the yes. beginning I was like, wait, is this even about her? You know? Yeah, I was like, what? I'm so confused. Right. And in a sense it was. I mean, it was her family and her upbringing and all the stuff that they went through and like the way that they depicted Abraham, if that was the correct way, if that was really how he was, I have some issues with that personally because, you know, that was too much. Um, Yeah. But, and and again, like, keep in mind that while, like, Suzette Surmana was one of the executive producers, 
Um, and the show, like, and the story and the events depicted are mostly accurate from what I read. It's, it's still a show. It's not a documentary. It's a dramatization. So they did have to change a few things here and there for sake of, like, storytelling and things yeah. like that. So, well, I mean, just yeah. keep that and, in mind. In general, I wouldn't... I always think if there, if someone has passed away and they're doing a re-dramatization, like, obviously, not everything that is going to be on this show is accurate. Right. And it's going to be... I mean, there's going to be actors playing these people. And so I honestly wouldn't take this as like oh this is exactly what happened and right blah 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 type of thing it was just more like this is how they chose to to, to tell this story and it was produced by suzette and mm -hmm. obviously there is money and all these things behind it which is something that like we need to acknowledge too right um but at yeah. the same time like I, some of these things i just you can definitely tell it was very centered towards the family and not saying yes. that. Yeah. Especially like randomly with the whole spoiler alert with the with the little girl who wanted to go see Selena and Los oh, yeah. worked at the restaurant and had like this little backstory. And it ended up she went to go see them because of Suzette. Suzette. She was yeah. like, I wanna be a drum player like you. And that was so random and I was yeah. just like, that was not really needed. Like the backstory was not needed. But it was it would have been nice to show her like coming up to her to coming up to Suzette after the show asking for her autograph. But mm -hmm. the backstory, in my opinion, was not needed or if they would have added more background to it. But in, yeah. in general, I just don't think that was needed or like the whole uh, girlfriend with A.B. Like, like, what is that? Like, I, mm -hmm. in my opinion, I was just like, what does that have to do with this story? And right. the fact that like Selena was getting traction during that time, but nobody had wanted to talk to selena during that time it just it was you could tell how they were trying to put more of the spotlight on themselves mm -hmm. versus selena in this series and yeah. i think that's what people didn't like yeah and that's also why i agree with you that they should have titled it something else or made it clear set that expectation for the audience and for the fans yeah that hey this is going to be more of a background story of the whole family yeah. And this is going to be we're going to highlight some things about AB and about Suzette and about Abraham. Like maybe they, they should have communicated that a little bit better with the audience and with the fans. Yeah. And the series was a little bit slow. And in general, when I'm talking about technicality of it, the editing was very weird for me. It was very jumpy. There was no clear mm. storyline as to like. Like, obviously, I knew it was when they were very young. Yeah. But when they would cut to different scenes, I'm like, okay, is she still 17 years old? Like, how old is she? Where are we at? That was a little bit more confusing for me. Let me tell you why I was a little bit more nitpicky about the wigs than anything else. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and, and people, like, she did have these haircuts and these, like, outfits, like, it, during yeah. the performances. She did have all of this, but it, the wigs were just not realistic right. at all. I'm talking all. about the wigs. I'm not talking about the styles or, like, you know, like, it's just... It could have looked a little bit more realistic, especially with the tech, with like the type of technology that we have and the type of artistry that um, has transformed. And the you know we're in the time where we can do anything really with television. Yeah. And I mean, it also could be due to like budgeting and like cost and all that kind of stuff. But come on. Yeah. For at least for me, the wigs. It was really hard to take some moments seriously. Yeah, I just like the colors and all of that of the shots were so nice and mm -hmm. so crisp and clear yeah. that you can definitely tell when something was cheap. Yeah. Like the wigs. 
yeah i'm just like bro this is shot beautifully but the wigs bro or like the material of some of their clothes like i don't like some of the things i was just like yo like this should have been better yeah i have a question for you what did you think of um selena uh christian serratos i believe oh yeah christian serratos people were like bro you could have picked a better selena that's what people were saying so are they saying this because they're comparing her to j-lo or in general they just could they felt like she could have done better in general, I think they felt that she could have done better. I don't think they're comparing uh, her to okay. Joe. I think they're comparing her to the real Selena. Okay, because I've seen a lot of comparisons between the two actresses and the two movies. I mean, in the movie and the series. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm, I'm trying not to compare those two because the movie is only two hours of yeah. a complex story and the series is taking a little bit more time to talk about the detail in their life. So I'm trying not yeah. to compare the two. If we're talking about yeah. the actress... I mean, I feel like from what I've seen, like pictures of of the real Selena and I've seen her videos and stuff, I think she looks more like her than J-Lo do- did or does. Yeah. I don't really know how Selena was in real life. Yeah. So I can't, I don't, I don't really know. I don't yeah. really have a clear answer for that. Yeah. But in terms of like what I've seen in like videos and the way she performed, yeah, that's what I'm basing I, it off as. I feel as like maybe, like, I feel like bro. she was trying too hard. I don't know. Did I you feel like she sense? wasn't trying enough, bro. I was like, is that is that your best? Like, no offense. Oh, I think she I, could, I don't know if like that's how she tries. As someone who used to dance and perform, I used to sometimes when I first started off, I was like, I'm killing it. I'm doing the best. And then I would see videos of me. I'm like, bro, it looks like I'm not even trying. <laughs> you oh, know what i mean okay, what i mean as someone who has performed uh, yeah. i have been able to critique myself by recording mm-hmm. myself and that's how i would improve i don't know if she actually did this for selena because mm. it looked like she wasn't trying or it just looked like she like in terms of her dancing it was not like selena like i've seen okay performances yeah of that's selena. what i'm saying too her performances or like her lip syncing it was bad bro i was like though like what are you doing i could do a better job okay maybe i couldn't well, but that's where i'm saying that i think she was trying too hard like when she was lip syncing she was really like enunciating like she was really moving her lips like exact like in an exaggerated way it almost seems like and i was like you need a chill <laughs> Like, calm down. like, I know that Selena was, uh, she was a performer. She was she an entertainer. Was. She has, she had stage presence. Yeah. Like she, she was, she was so good. Yeah. And she I didn't have like to do anything. She just commanded it with her presence. It, it seemed, um, I don't know if this is the right word, like seamless. Like it was effortless. Like she just yeah. had that natural talent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean to hate on the actress. I just feel like she was like too extra with it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think how her, I her lip syncing was extra but it, it it wasn't it didn't match up and her dancing, it didn't match it I, I didn't think match could have been way better her dancing it looked like she wasn't even trying i was like yo bro like oh and it and it didn't seem too hard of of a dance as people who grew up dancing like it the moves that she does are not hard in my opinion yeah um, but I think it's the 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 performance aspect of it, that presence that you're talking about. I didn't feel that same from, from Christian right. the actress. I think we're agreeing on that. The only thing I'm I'm thinking of is like I think she was trying too hard, but she missed the ball like bad. Like she was mm-hmm. trying, but she just didn't get it right. It was just a big mismatch there. 
Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, people and have different opinions. Maybe with the pressure of it. I know I, I saw interviews of her saying how, you know, she grew up with Selena. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a big honor for her. Yeah. She has a daughter. She wanted to play this to, you know, show her daughter, mm-hmm. like, of the show that her daughter and other young, young women of this, like, um, Latina, Mexicana, Tejana, mm-hmm. who was a big hit early in the, uh, you know, back then. So I definitely like her as an actress, but I don't. And I think she looks like Selena more than JLo, in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't think she acted the best from what I've seen. Yeah. I don't think she was the best one to perform or be like Selena in that sense, I, I agree with you that she dropped the ball on it. Mm-hmm. Um, either she was trying too hard or she didn't, or maybe she was trying too hard to the point where she didn't know. At least for me, it looked sure. like she wasn't trying. And I yeah, think sure. it could be, I don't know. I'm just saying like it, it could have been better. I have no hate towards her. Mm-hmm. I really like her as an actress. I know she's been in this industry for a while and I know it's hard to be in like, the acting industry, but I definitely think that they could have picked someone yeah. better. No offense. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. I don't know who that person would be. Uh, yeah, I don't really have anybody in mind, but I mean, good on her. like that takes courage too to take on that type of role. Yeah, and so I mean, I it's up to y'all if you want to watch it or not. I personally, I didn't mind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still gonna watch part two. I've already committed. <laughs> this is what I do with shows, even if they're not the greatest. If I watch more than half of it or I'm, I'm just like, OK, I've committed. I'm invested. Let's just get through it. So <laughs> so I am going to watch part two. But yeah, listeners, followers, if you watch the show, if you're big fans of Selena, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Let us know. But hopefully yeah, so overall. Yeah. What would you say about the show? Overall, 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 yeah, it was fine. Would you recommend it? Would you not recommend it? Oh, that's hard. That's so hard. Okay, I would say that if you like Selena and you like the background and the family, I would say form your own opinion. I know there's other people like, don't watch it. Or or people are like, watch it. Representation matters. Like, I get both sides. I definitely do. Um, Me too. But there's a difference between someone telling you what their opinions are. Because on both sides, people have their own opinions and they want you to believe their opinion. But I say, make your own opinion. Do whatever you want. If you want to watch it, watch it. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Um, right. So that's why I was like, that's so hard to recommend it or not. But I'm like, if you if you take something from this conversation, if you listen to us right now and yeah. you're taking something from this conversation, whatever that is, if you decide to watch it or not to watch it based on what we've said or what other people have said, I mean, that's fine. Nobody's saying you have to watch it. Nobody's saying you don't like mm-hmm. don't watch it. Just do your own have your own opinions and it's up to you if you want to watch it yeah uh but True. anyways uh i know we both grew up listening to selena what is one of your favorite selena songs or if you have it a lot which ones are they this well, is hard i like for me. a lot of them yeah i the could first... not pick one <laughs> you couldn't pick one sorry i'm screaming into the mic that's okay sorry for your ears um <laughs> I will tell you mine. I can't narrow it down. So these are my top favorite Selena songs. Okay. okay. El Chico del Apartamento 512. Yeah. No Me Queda Más. La Carcacha. No Me Queda Más. Tú Solo Tú. And obviously Dreaming of You. Oh, I thought you were going to put Say Si Una Vez. 
Oh, yes, también. See, I, 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 I love all of them. I remember being a child and my mom had a, Cel- a CD of Selena and I would play that all the time. Me and my sisters would sing it and play it all the time when we were little. Yeah, um, yeah. I nice. learned of her at a young age. Um, same thing as you or very similar. Like my mom, we had CDs of her. We would listen to her. Mm-hmm. Mom would blast music, her songs. I always grew up like from a young age. I grew up listening to her. So, yes, it's hard to pinpoint a song. I'm going to say I love all of them. Oh, I do. I, I think I'm going to say that. But I'm also going to say okay. that I really love Fotos y Recuerdos. Fotos y Recuerdos. Yes. I love the melody of it. It's <laughs> okay. Sing it, Mish. Sing it. We're about to have a little karaoke session. For real, let's do it. You know, people are gonna like click out. We're like, yeah, no. For real. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's one of my. Uh, I don't know. I can't say my favorite favorite, but it's probably top mm-hmm. top five. All her cool. music is so good, y'all. Check it out. If you I just it. love her voice, like her Me voice, too. like the power in her voice, is. Mm-hmm unexplainable in my opinion it's just like so powerful um yeah. but yeah it's so smooth yeah but and it's like you said so seamless and so effortless that i just came yeah. naturally and i yeah and the way she performed like the when i would see her perform and all of that like the confidence and the way she danced and all of her spins like she didn't travel like when you spin you don't she didn't travel like mm-hmm. it was very smooth and i don't know mm-hmm. I, i've never seen that so yeah, yeah she was amazing rest in peace selena but yeah y'all should check it out if you want to and if not you don't have to do it yeah let us know what but you i think. do recommend checking out her songs if you haven't yeah i do recommend that yeah all right now we want to segue into talking about life lessons yes it's about to get deep Mm-hmm. Well, oh. we wanted to talk about this because we, at least for me, I do a lot of reflecting on my life and the things that I've gone through and my experiences and what I have changed. And I intentionally reflect so I can make changes in my life or make acknowledgments of things that I've changed and maybe not have known about it that have really impacted my life and how I see myself in this world and it sounds really deep um but i'm sure a lot of us can share share we all share similar experiences maybe not exactly the same but um we wanted to share like our life lessons that we've learned and maybe you can get something from it or maybe you relate to us or Mm -hmm. if not you know let us know what you think what are some life lessons that you've gone through or learned yeah i don't really reflect as much as i should like i i I feel like i need to be more intentional about it just set that intention that i'm gonna reflect on my life and i like let me reevaluate or just let me like look back and see like all that i've done and what have i learned and that's like a big Mm -hmm. thing like my goal here is for growth yes yes just to continue growing and learning yeah and we're still learning here right yeah that's that was gonna be my little like disclaimer like just you know these are lessons that i've for me, I've learned, but I'm also still trying to continue yes. like learning and expanding on. Yeah. And I'm still working on these things. Yeah, definitely. Same. I think we're always going to continue to grow. And I think we should always continue to improve ourselves. For sure. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a safe space, y'all. Safe space. Yeah. One of my first ones is to not... Okay. This is easier said than done, right? But not fear failure. 
mm-hmm. and and instead use it maybe like as motivation or a fuel. Mm-hmm. I've made so many mistakes in my life and I've had so many embarrassing moments and I've had a lot of downs. <laughs> yeah. Same. And I, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that probably wasn't the best decision or oh, I messed up on that. Yeah. And it can really kick you down as a person yeah. and it can really make you feel shitty. Yeah. <laughs> so like my first year of college, was really hard and I took like some heavy science courses because I was trying to get into nursing school yeah but along with that I also spent a lot of time with friends at parties and gatherings not me yo not me we weren't friends then (laughs) we we didn't yeah we didn't become friends like sophomore year but yeah so I did okay generally with my school but I with my schoolwork but my GPA dropped substantially so maybe I didn't do okay I actually did pretty badly yeah um I didn't fail or anything. I didn't fail any classes, but I got some low grades that I've never gotten before in my life. Yeah. And, and that, I think that happens a lot with yeah. people who are first generation going to college, yes. especially a, a a top college like our school. Um, yes. And with its heavy, because all the science courses in general or in general, uh, UW-Madison is known to be a top school. So it's going to mm-hmm. be hard. And there's a lot of students coming into it right um so yeah. i didn't have that necessary that like that thought pro- that thought process didn't come to me until after but in the moment Same. i was like this is so hard like and i questioned myself and i doubted yeah. myself and i was like do oh i even gosh, like yeah. did i even deserve to be here like i did question myself a lot you did belong to be there you did belong to be there you do deserve to be there yeah and i'm realizing i realized that after right i was like yeah. I could I also could have easily been like okay this is too hard I'm maybe I can just go to like a technical college or like a two year get my associates and kind of work my way up right to prepare myself mm-hmm. but um we've talked about this we were in this scholarship program and our school was getting paid for we had full tuition scholarships mm-hmm. and I was the first one in my family to finish high school and go to college and I was like, okay, well, I'm doing this not only for me, but for my family too. Like I need to keep going some way or somehow I need to figure something out. Yeah. And so I had that shift in my mindset where, okay, my first year wasn't the greatest. There's still three more years to go. Yep. Let's turn it around. Let's do something here. Let's make some changes. Yeah. So and it's a learning process. Right. You're not just going to go into something knowing how to do something. Right. And so I, I actually applied for, for nursing school and I didn't get in. But yeah. the thing about that is that I felt a sense of relief and I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't upset about it. And I was yeah. like, OK, hold on. Let's let's stop. Let's pause and think about this. Was I just simply not motivated because it wasn't something that I really wanted to do? And I had this like moment of clarity and I was like, I need to switch it up. I need to figure out what I want to do. Yeah. I ended up switching my majors to human development and family studies. And then like my grades went way higher. Like I was able to increase my GPA. Yeah. I was able to get back, like back on track. And I think just the, the main message here is that, yes, you're going to make mistakes. Yes, things are going to be hard. It doesn't mean you can't do them. Mm-hmm. And and it's just a matter of like reflection and reassessment. Yes constantly not just once or twice but constant reassessment constant like okay why was this hard for me do i even want to do this um and if i do like what else can i what can i do to overcome that that challenge or how can i better address this yeah and you were in a new environment too so yeah so it was it was all different for you and i would agree right with 
with that in term and that happened to me yeah. when I went to college like I just trusted so many college advisors and mm-hmm. people around me because I had never had anybody else in my family go to college mm-hmm. and UW Madison is huge it's enormous like the amount of classes you can take are a lot and I took IB classes so I didn't have to take some of the general requirement classes so I was like where do I start I don't know what to take and I just took really bad advice from people who I thought knew and I got into really hard classes that mm-hmm. I had no interest in and mm-hmm. I did terrible my first semester mm. I was like never again <laughs> never again right and so like you learn from those hard moments yeah. and mm-hmm. and it's what you do after that too that really counts like okay I took this really hard class I listened to this person are you going to listen to that person again most Hell likely no. not right like, why would I take psychology 101 <laughs> like why why would I do that to myself? Oh my gosh! That's a weeding out I, class. I didn't even want to major in psychology. Like, yeah. why would you advise me of that? Yeah, that would have been required for me. But I got the. I took AP Psych in high school, and I mm-hmm. passed the exam. So I was yeah. lucky to not have to take that class. But I heard that that class is incredibly hard. Yeah, I don't know why I took it. I didn't have to take it. I didn't want to do anything with psychology. I didn't yeah. want to do anything in science. Yeah, I don't know why this person advised me of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm so mad. Bottom line is, we're all going to make mistakes. Everybody is going to encounter some sort of failure at some point in their life. And we grow from it and use that as mm-hmm. like a fuel to make changes or to to learn from it and to grow. So mm-hmm. what's yours, Mish? Yeah, for sure. What's yours? Um, That was deep. <sighs> um, but mine would be, I think I've talked about it before in a different podcast episode, but mine would be be present. Yes. I think um snap that's something that i used to do when i was younger but once i got into college and law school i felt like everything revolved around my career my education my job my volunteer being the best student that i could Mm -hmm. be that anything else outside of that even if like with my family i still talk to them every day i texted them but it felt like everything was focused on my future and I wasn't being present in that moment. And I've talked about how before I wanted really to exp- do more in Minnesota. I mean, I was involved in the community, but more legal community, mm-hmm. not actual community. Um, and so I regret that. I regret. I mean, I guess I don't regret it. It's just more of a lesson learned that. Right. I want to be more present and intentional with what I'm doing because, you know, law school is stressful, but it's I overstressed it too much it should I shouldn't Mm -hmm. have stressed it as much as I did Um, and I learned that now and I would have wanted to enjoy it more and do more things outside of school but I yeah how cool that like you're that okay yes you made these realizations and although you you finished law school right and you're Mm -hmm. there's no kind of going back in terms of that experience Mm -hmm. you're sharing this so that other students can hear this too yeah and other people can be like okay so that makes me feel a little bit better and it's okay to just breathe and be present and to relax and relax days off and yes work on it work on things on your own pace and You know, grades aren't everything. And I learned that um, afterwards. I'm not going to say that I uh, certain classes I did better than others. That's for sure. And that's how I got to where I'm, I'm at now. But I for sure was not an, a straight A student. Yeah. Um, don't ever think that because I was not. Um, even yeah. in college, I was never a straight A student. Me um, either. But you were still able to create paths for yourself, even if you're not a straight A student, because realistically, 
the majority of us are not going to be straight A students. Right. And that's the truth. Um, and that doesn't mean that you can't get to where you want to go. Right. And for me, I wish someone had told me that earlier instead of me just trying to do everything I could to be the best student. Um, but it did pay out. I mean, I am here where I am now. But yeah. at the same time, I could have I could have really just relaxed more and enjoyed more and did more things outside of school. Well, and now that you're I mean, you're still doing law related things. Yeah. I know you're not in school, but your job is still hard. Yeah. You know, are you able to take some of that advice for yourself? Um, oh, and apply yeah. That sure. now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love the job that I'm in right now, um, working with clients and in the immigration field. This is basically my dream job. Yeah. Um, and I was able to secure it before COVID. Um, so that um, and in my job, because it is related to um, vulnerable populations and uh, victims and survivors of trauma and violence mm-hmm. um, a lot of us do practice self-care and my supervisors definitely encourage that Good. Um, and I know a lot of places don't especially being lawyers and in the legal field that's not really encouraged or it is encouraged but it's like don't really do right. it type of thing um, but at my job that that is a reality yeah. they do focus on self-care it because we think of it is if you know if we're not mentally and emotionally prepared uh, or ready to work then we can't help any other people right so it's important for us to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. um so yeah i i appreciate my job for that yeah that's huge for sure so yeah just try to be present i know it's hard especially with covid and we feel like we have to juggle a lot of things but definitely Mm -hmm. Take your rest. Like if you don't live with family like I don't, I try to whenever I talk to my mom or my sisters, which I do every day, I try to do like I give them specific time and all my attention mm-hmm. because, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, that's another thing, too. You can't you can't predict the future. So, yeah, be as present as you can and figure out ways to do that. It may look different for you. It may look different for someone else. Whatever yep, works yep. for you. For sure. <sighs> OK, my second one is you can say no to people yeah you can uh let's be real here i still say yes a lot when i don't necessarily want to and it's something that i'm working on and like but i used to say yes to almost everything and i thought that if i said no i'd be like disappointing that person Mm. or they wouldn't like me anymore Mm. or and this would be in general with friendships like people who would invite me to places or even at my job like maybe there's things that weren't necessarily part of my role and my responsibilities yeah that they would still ask me to do and i'd say yes to kind of all of it and it'd be overwhelming and i'd be like okay but if i say no like what's gonna happen like with my job and it was just a lot of fear yeah right and i I know that now right yeah 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 but i also began to realize that it not only is it okay to say no but it's also you don't have to give an explanation for the no that you're giving. Yeah. You don't have to explain. I don't yep. owe anything to anybody. Yep. yep. Regardless of who they are. Right. And so yes. I really began to kind of like advocate for myself more. Mm-hmm. I learned that, again, I don't owe. I have zero obligation to say yes to you. I can't control people's opinions of me anyway. Yes. So why am I trying to control something that is out of your control? Impossible, impossible to control. Yeah. But I, it is yeah. hard. Saying no is hard. And for me personally, I like to think that I have 
a lot of empathy mm-hmm. and i and you know, i don't ever want to like make anyone feel bad i don't ever not even on my worst enemy i don't like disciplining people i don't like hurting people who's your enemy i, I want to know now i don't like conflict <laughs> that's a secret for later okay uh no i'm just playing but i mean i feel like that's a strength of mine that i have that i'm in i'm i have a lot of empathy towards people mm-hmm. but at the same time i think that's part of why it's so damn hard for me to say no so i also I'm learning to advocate more for myself That's, yeah, and to set boundaries and, and to set boundaries a little bit more and 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 also like be okay if they don't if they are disappointed or if, or if they're feeling some type of way about it because yeah. ultimately they shouldn't it, it's right and if they do it's like their own thing that they have to figure out and yeah. it's not my responsibility to help them feel better about it yeah so that's a big I think one. in that way like you're you're saying no to somebody you're you're choosing yourself and it's not only okay but it's it's also necessary for yourself yeah for yourself yeah so it's definitely. okay say no if you don't want to hang out don't hang out but you also don't yeah. feel like you are obligated to give an explanation yeah and don't feel obligated to say yes yeah yeah that is a big one i feel like a lot of people go through that i think yeah people just don't like to hurt other people's feelings yeah what's yours for me, another one would be redefining what strong means. Mm. I, as someone who's gone through a lot of bad experiences and trauma, I know I haven't shared it a lot. I haven't shared it at all on this podcast. And I don't know if I've shared some experiences with you, Beans. But I mm. have gone through a lot of trauma as a child. And um, I realize that I think thought that strong meant that you like you didn't cry and that you didn't express these emotions Mm -hmm. um and that's something that i I developed as a child to cope with my trauma Mm. and i was like wow i didn't like it wasn't until i had a breakup earlier in college where i opened up to someone who was in an organization that i was in and you know, I was like, hey, I, they noticed that something was wrong with me. And I was like, oh, I just went through a breakup. And, and I said something like, oh, but I'll be fine. Or like, I just brushed it off. Like, as in like, they could tell I was going through something, but I was trying not to express it. And Mm -hmm. then this person was like, um, they made it very clear. Like, it's okay to be sad. Like, it's okay if you're not okay right now. And Mm -hmm. I had, I hadn't had anybody tell me that explicitly and I hadn't had anyone before explicitly validate my feelings in that way. And that was very eye-opening for me in general because I had always felt like I needed to be quote-unquote strong. Mm -hmm. Um, But crying and showing your emotions is strong. And that's something that I learned then Mm -hmm. and I still carry on through now that if anything, showing and being aware of your emotions make you makes you strong and makes you more aware of yourself and what you need. So for me, I definitely would say that redefining what strong means was a life lesson, but then mm-hmm. also being that has helped me become more self-aware of my emotions yeah. and how, like how that impacts me. Yeah. Um, I feel like you are very in tune with what you're feeling inside. Yeah, because I like, need to deal with it. That's the only way yeah. for me to heal. That's the only way for me to be able to be a human be able to Mm -hmm. be productive like i'm now that i'm older i realize that now and i hope other people can allow themselves to feel their emotions because a lot of the times especially us children or just children in general who've gone through a lot or 
I don't know. I don't know what people's experiences are, but sometimes we feel like we're not allowed to feel our emotions. Mm-hmm. But it's important that we do do that in order to yes. heal, in order to grow, in order to do a lot of things. So for me, it was it was that. And that has helped me a lot. And I use that. And I cope with my emotions in various ways. But I really appreciate that person who took the time and like right. just told me like it's okay to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. Yeah, a big part of it is how we are socialized and what the circumstances and the the like what we are taught when we are kids. Exactly how yeah. you were saying, right? That you kind of had this perception that to be strong is to not show your emotions and to not cry. And I think yeah. especially like for my brother, I tried to really um, show him and teach him like you are a guy and a lot of people say that men don't cry. But guess mm. what? You can cry. Let yeah, everybody cries. Yes, it's, you it's are normal. human. Regardless of your identify as male, female, whatever, you're a human being. You can cry it yeah. out. And emotions I, are yeah. inevitable. Like, yes, everyone goes through emotions. Yes. And then with kids, and this is a huge thing that I like, it just it really bothers me when people tell kids to stop crying. Yeah, it it's really upsetting to me and i know it's hard not to right Mm -hmm. you have the kiddo maybe for example at a grocery store and he's crying about something or and it can be really hard it can be really hard but kids are human beings yeah they are humans they have their experiences they have their feelings for them their whatever they're feeling in that moment is a reality to them yeah it's that's their reality in that moment Mm -hmm. and so we need to validate that for them otherwise you're kind of teaching them that their feelings don't really matter and that they just need to like shove them aside and just kind of deal with it, right? So that's kind of an issue I have, but I try to really like talk to parents about every behavior that a child has or any type of emotion that that they're showing, there's a reason for it. Yeah. So we have to figure out the why and then we can kind of address it, but it's always about validating their experience. So if we do that for children, why can't we not do that for adults? Yeah. why can't we not do that with our friends yeah i think it's super important to do that yeah and this is weird when it comes to my emotions i literally take off if i know that i'm going through something i literally need to deal with that emotion to be able to move forward yeah and i think that i'm trying to develop that because i don't want to carry this unnecessary emotional burden because that will affect me like and that ties into like my being present if i don't deal with my emotions when I feel them, then that will linger on into whatever it is either that I have to work on or something, and that will prevent me from being present. Right. So I try to tie into, I try to really tie into intentionally like how I view myself and my emotions and my life and uh, the work that I do. I try to tie those really in and try to like encompass those in various aspects of my life, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah that's huge but i I mean i'm still not very good at it you know i'm not (laughs) in general with emotions i don't tell people my emotions like unless you know what i mean i am more of like an independent i deal with my emotions or maybe i'll reach out to somebody but in general i'm not very open and you don't have emotions like you don't really see me as an emotional Mm -hmm. person but i do deal with them in a certain way and i think that's the beauty of things that people deal with emotions differently yes and you don't need to share them with people if you don't want to and if you do want to that's Mm -hmm. great um but what i'm saying is it's important to cope with your emotions it's important to be aware of your emotions recognize them and it's important to recognize them and validate Mm -hmm. them that's huge you definitely don't owe like and that goes back to like you don't have to you don't owe anybody anything right you don't have to tell them 
your life story you don't have to share anything that you don't want to share yeah and if your way of coping and if your way of recognizing and dealing with your emotions is by crying it out in your room and blasting some music some sad music or like going to the gym or like hitting a punching bag or a pillow or something i don't know whatever it is that helps you gives you that outlet and that safe space to acknowledge what you're feeling validate what you're feeling and figuring out how to cope with it yeah Um, and that's how you heal that's how you heal yeah but it takes time and it's hard to do that and you have to try different things to figure out yeah you figure out what's what works best for you we're all individuals here yeah okay so right those are some pretty deep ones i think deep since we hope you like were able to take something from it or maybe you relate or maybe i don't know yeah we can't really give you advice on life because everyone's life is different Mm -hmm. we're just sharing our experiences and what we've learned and what has helped us in self-improvement and growth yeah Um, but if you relate or if you don't or if you just took something out great yeah whatever it is that you can take out of this fine if it's relatable great and then yeah our goal is really just to relate to you all and just kind of show you that like we're all experiencing some some type of hardship in one way or another and we can get through it yes It'll be okay. you're not alone not alone so what um we're gonna continue with the life, life lessons yeah continue life lessons but let's focus a little bit on money what is a money 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 my life lesson is it's... that i wish i had more <laughs> oh for real i wish i had more money well you want to be rich bro uh, i thought we talked about this uh, i don't want to be rich rich i don't want to be like a millionaire billionaire but rich rich just enough to like pay off my student loans provide for my family anyway yeah, for sure i think i feel that, I feel that. so i i need to be careful with how i approach this because one of my life lessons and things like something that my mom really instilled in me is the importance of having good credit mm. and how credit really plays a big part in the financial power that you have yeah what's your credit so score? <laughs> <kidding>. girl <laughs> that's for late i'll tell you later after this podcast okay okay but um same t- so typically typically a, a a good quote-unquote credit credit score is like above like 740 or something and it depends on like that's excellent that's excellent is like a 750 to like 800 no i think people recommend like 650 and up for good that's good credit score yeah okay below that is yeah and i think it depends on the different financial institutions like i think they have different numbers but that's like about the range but the life lesson here is to try to like do your best to have to build good credit and like in this country in this society good credit provides you the power and the opportunity to like get things that you need or want in the moment um helps you qualify for loans or for credit cards and so cars mortgage yeah auto loans mortgages things like that and they take a look at your credit history. So like, what loans have you taken out? Have you been able to make payments and pay your bills? And if you've shown a pretty good credit history, then you're more likely to be not only qualified for a loan, but maybe qualified for a higher limit or higher amount. That, I'm also going to say like, it's not always, I have a privilege. Okay, how do I say this? I have some, there's some challenges that I haven't had to uh, deal with being yeah. a U.S. citizen. Yeah right and so building credit is can be hard for those who aren't documented and because because a lot of them do look social security number yes exactly 
So there's ways to do it, right? I think you can apply for an ITIN number, which is like um, the uh, a taxpayer identification number. Yeah, that you use to pay taxes. Yeah, it's used to like um, fulfill tax filing requirements here in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and you can f- find uh, um, some banks accept the ITIN number as an alternative identification yeah. versus a social security number. So there's also lots of things to consider here. Um, and I and I think just for me personally, that was like my biggest lesson from what I learned and uh, acknowledging the privilege that I have of having a social security number and being born here in the U.S. Yep. And and having that knowledge being passed down to me by my parents. Yeah. So it would be um, easier of, yeah. for people who have social social security numbers and who have yes. been able to build that credit easily yes. by just applying. Right. Yeah. Right. And so like some things for that too is like, even if regardless of the of your situation, do the best you can to just pay your bills on time every yeah. time as best as you can right everybody's different and of course the circumstances are different especially but in like 2020 you, you have a credit card too like pay that off as fast as you can and it can be hard and, it, and it's like there's that that minimum payment that they require if you can if you can pay more than that and try to pay it off as best as fast as possible yeah girl i keep, try keep i feel track. like you're giving me advice right now <laughs> it's like i know but oh, you're my money right now no puedo. Yes. that's me. right that's that's also why I started off with like I wish I had more money because I could easily pay all this off, but it's so hard, it's so hard. But it really like your credit really does play a big role in like what you can get um, for certain things in your life, like mm-hmm. homes and renting out an apartment and getting a car. All those things play a role, and they they your credit plays a big factor into that. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to highlight that. But and keep just keep track of your score and track of your credit and all that kind of stuff yeah i definitely do i keep track of my debt and it's just going up <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh freaking interest yeah I, yeah i think for me okay. it would be i guess tied into what you're saying is that there are interest when you take out loans like yes. student loans or auto loans or just any loan in general or even a credit card there are Mm -hmm. interest rates so really pay attention to that and understand what that actually means yes um so that means you'll be paying more money in the long run Mm -hmm. with that Um, which is terrible (laughs) it's terrible i hate i I mean this whole system in general the whole system is terrible yes there's so many gap like just gaps of wealth and equality in yes. this country. Yes. I hate the fact that the federal uh, minimum wage has not changed. Right. I think in over 15 years or something like that, mm-hmm. the, the federal minimum wage is basically the mandated wages that minimally an employer can has to pay you mm-hmm. uh and in states it's differently like i know in certain states you the minimum wage is 15 dollars, um, which is still not enough it's not enough not even close but i'm saying uh, in other ones it's still uh still seven dollars and whatever cents yeah. that's the federal minimum wage and it has not changed mm-hmm. and it blows my mind how everything else has gotten really expensive but the federal minimum wage remains the same right so i i'm appalled by this entire system mm-hmm um so all of it makes me angry and Mm -hmm. i don't think it's fair it's not um so for me um one of the biggest lessons that i've learned is just check your bank statements um that's something easy that anybody can do 
if you have an account make sure that like what you're taking out is actually what you're spending Mm -hmm. because sometimes banks try to add on fees or do some shady stuff to take out money from your accounts or you know maybe they someone hacked or got information from your card or something like that that has happened to me before when when i would buy stuff online and somehow like my info from because that website got hacked and all this stuff they were able to get information on my card and i was like oh my gosh so that has happened to me so just make sure you check your bank statements um so that would be mine and then also just specifically uh, a big thing that has saved me a lot of money and has been in general a life changer i would recommend this highly is um if you have a menstrual cycle i know tmi tmi too much information but if you have a menstrual we gotta normalize these conversations (laughs) yes use a menstrual cup do not use tampons pads anything else i'm saying this because i've used menstrual cups since i was in college i've saved a lot of money i have have helped with the environment because tampons and pads are terrible for the environment and a menstrual cup is way better for you for your body than to use a tampon and a pad Mm -hmm. that has like fragrances and all the other chemicals that they use so i would highly highly recommend a menstrual cup if you have not used it everyone that i've recommended they use a menstrual cup have thanked me so and look up what it is so you can get a clear understanding of what it is yeah look it up there's different sizes Mm -hmm. there's um and also like look up the hygiene of it how you can clean it how you can store it all of these things but i highly recommend that that has saved me a lot of time a lot of money Mm -hmm. a lot of just i feel better because i'm like helping the environment but at the same time like i'm helping my body yeah Um, it's a win-win-win it's a win-win-win you can't lose with that and also like in general like another speaking of saving money don't buy things at full price i mean unless you really want unless you really want to like yo my mama oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) wait yo my mom my mom has always taught me and sort of my dad too to always buy something on sale never Mm -hmm. if you can buy like don't ever buy anything full price the only thing i always actually buy full price i'm always the same way but other than that if you see anything that i own i did Mm -hmm. not get that full Mm -hmm. full price if you see my car i negotiated that shit i'm not gonna pay the full price and a lot of things like just because they have the brand name it shoots up by like so much like there's like a big increase in the price and like you can get other things Mm -hmm. that don't necessarily have that brand name on it but still good quality much cheaper like there's just Mm -hmm. i'm still trying to learn how to be smarter about my shopping and my spending but i think a huge part is like yeah use coupons you you know take advantage of sales and clearances and it's okay to uh, also like thrift shopped thrift shop like i've done that my entire life when i was little and even facebook market if oh my gosh yes to uh like have furniture in my apartment in new york you best believe i was using facebook marketplace you best believe i was going to thrift stores and all of the stuff like there's good places where you can find really good things and even then like really negotiate with people i feel like people haven't tried that or maybe don't have experience in negotiating um 
and I have like Facebook market. If they're offering something, I'll be like, hey, you take this much for mm-hmm. this or in general. And I saw that with my dad growing when I was little in, in California. He would always bargain. Mm-hmm. Always, always bargain. And that's where I learned it from. Yeah. Also, like on the flip side of that, like I've been using Facebook market a lot to sell things. And mm-hmm. so I'm trying not to settle for such a low price just so that mm-hmm. I can get rid of the item, you know, like yeah. people will try to bargain. And that's great. Like I encourage people to to try to bargain. But I'm also like, OK, I can go down this much. This is as low as I can go. You know, yeah. I also I'm also trying to make some money here to like to help me move, keep moving forward. Like there's yeah. also that yeah. other side, too. So like, you know, if you are trying to sell something on the Facebook marketplace and it's like, yeah, do it basically brand new, like yeah don't don't settle for such a low price just to get rid of it yeah or people might donate it or maybe just throw it away i know people mm-hmm. a lot of people do that they don't take the time to actually sell mm-hmm. their things and that's so up to you could, right that you, you can do, do whatever we're not here to tell you what to do with that but just it's in general option. like it's an option that you have too right and i recommend selling if it's like a good enough quality and you feel like you can make money off of it try it and if you don't sell it, I mean, like, at least you tried. Yeah. Yo, you, you can't imagine some of the things people try to sell here. What? Give me one. Like a five-year-old mattress that has, like, stains on it. They're trying to sell. I'm just like, bro. Yeah. I mean, there are just some things that maybe... Maybe not, bro. Sorry. Sorry I'm saying bro. I feel like that's just something that I've been using lately and I need to stop. And I've gotten that from my sister. Like, so I need to stop saying like, that. Person. <laughs> person. person. Come on, Person. Come on, person. What are you thinking? Are you thinking I ain't going to pay $200 for yeah. that. Even if it is a good branded mattress. It got stains yeah, on it. Yeah, that's trickier with like those types of things. There there are some yeah, things where like, it's just best to just throw them away. Or donate yeah. them maybe if you don't want to throw them away. But yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like yeah, you also got to be realistic, realistic about it. <laughs> like, I don't think people would. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to assume. I don't know if people would buy it. I'm not going to assume. I wouldn't. Either. I personally wouldn't buy it. But OK, those were our big money ones. <sighs> yes, it was. I hope you you took something from this conversation. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, we had a lot of life lessons. And I, I think we have more. I have. I definitely have more life lessons. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah. still growing and learning so i will have more mm-hmm. um, and this was more for the sake of the episode too like there's still much more to talk about yeah we obviously excited. can't fit it all in one episode mm-hmm. so we appreciate y'all tuning in to this episode hopefully you guys took some or y'all took something Thank out of this you. oh i just said guys i haven't said that in a long time i hope y'all i know <laughs> I was just going to say bro. I, <laughs> I was like, I know, bro. Yeah, it's all good. Yo, I feel, when I say bro, I feel like I'm back in California. So for people who don't know, I'm from California. And we over there say dude and bro and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, so I need to stop. I've heard you I'm say bro a lot. Like bro. Like B-R-U. Yeah, I say bro or bra or yeah. yeah. You're like bro, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> you know bruh <laughs> or you'll ask me something you'll be like yeah like you want to do this or not <laughs> or not oh yeah that's milwaukee speaking i love that's, it that's how we speak over there so yeah we appreciate y'all tuning in um hopefully y'all took something yes. out of this hopefully you can relate if not like hopefully i don't know we, you, you enjoyed enjoy it just listening way, to it if you don't relate yeah whatever you took from this 
Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, and I would be interested to hear your life lessons. Same. That would be really nice to know because I know we all have different experiences and backgrounds, so that would be nice. Yeah. So maybe I'll pu- I'll make a post on Instagram when, when this goes live. Mm-hmm. When it gets published, we'll put an Instagram story and you can tell us, you know, your life lesson. Yeah. And... I know we have way more and I'm excited to talk about more. Yeah. If you're okay um, with, if you share with us yeah. your life lesson and you're okay with us talking about it um, in a future podcast episode, um, let us know because that would be cool that we can maybe dive deeper into some of these lessons and include you more in, into these episodes. We want to, we want this to be interactive. Yeah. That would and be engaging. Nice. Yeah. I'm trying to do better on social media too. Yeah. We're, we're trying we're y'all, trying, but yeah. we either way, like, we're still learning. We're still new to this. and But we're yep, going to keep yep. going and keep posting. And we'll keep trying to find ways to really be interacting with you with you all. Yeah, we're excited. We're on yeah. our 10th episode. This was our 10th episode. 10th episode, Woo! y'all. We're hitting we the double here. digits. Double digits. Double digits. And stay tuned because we're going to have guests very soon. Yeah. Uh, on our next episode. Yes, ma'am. We're going to have a guest and we are excited. So stay tuned for that announcement. We'll make a post about it and let y'all know. And yes. So follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook. I was thinking maybe we do a Twitter, but I don't know how you felt about that. I've never used Twitter, so I'd have to try to like figure out how to use it. Tweet, 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 tweet. Why do I say random sound effects? I feel like we need like a sound effect machine. That'd be great. Because I'm such a sound effect person. Maybe once we start making money off of this, we can we can give us a sound machine. I know. And for now, we're not we're not adding ads. We're not making money. We haven't decided to put ads on our show on our show (laughs) on our podcast yet because we want to, you know, build more of an audience. We want to get like the word out on our podcast we really enjoy doing it now how Mm -hmm. it is but in the future when once we get more hopefully more of an audience hopefully yeah we'll start adding ads but for now we don't want to do that we'll see maybe in the future right now we're just trying to be present yeah present in the moment and just enjoying our time doing these episodes for y'all and for each other like even for me like i just find so much it's it brings a smile to my face to do this and I really enjoy it. You're so it. cheesy. Wow. <laughs> smile to my... Okay, <laughs> también a mí. I'm happy too, bro. Yeah, whatever, Oh, man, bro, I, I keep saying bro. Okay, I smile okay too, so bro. I only call Beans bro. When I'm saying bro, I'm not talking to the audience. I'm talking to yeah. Beans. She calls me all sorts of things. Yeah, maybe I should stop. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't take any offense to it. I don't really care. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I when I say bro, I'm not talking to the audience. I'm talking to beans just to clarify. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to use any gender specific pronouns for people. Yes. She's talking to me, y'all. Okay. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you at the next one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for putting a smile on our faces. Bye. Now who's the cheesy one? <laughs>